when do I press the shutter? It, it's very often when I look, well, I see color and light. And especially, I like to compare the, the street to a theater. Now when I'm looking at my work, yes, obviously I, I want to share it. I want to, to have feedback on it. And the ultimate goal for me now is probably having a book. Street Unplugged by the Street Photo Collective Luxembourg. So hi everybody, my name is Paolo Lobo. Um, I'm a member of Street Photography Luxembourg and this is the first uh, podcast that we are recording on behalf of our collective. Uh, we have uh, already a long time had the idea of doing this because to extend a little bit our reflection on photography and the way we, we do pictures, the way we capture things in, in our streets. And well, it's the first experiment. So forgive me about the English. Uh, <laughs> uh, it's a little bit, uh, it's not my native tongue, but we chose uh, to speaking in English in order to, to everybody, so that a maximum of people can really understand what we are talking about. So the first guest we have in our podcast uh, is uh, Mark Elpelding. Hello, Mark. Yes, hello, Paulo. Nice to have you with, you. Uh, with us. So uh, it's a double pleasure to have you because you are um, the first guest in the, this podcast uh, project, but also you are a member of the Street Photography Collective. So you are a colleague, a comrade, a friend. So it's a pleasure to talk uh, to you about uh, photography in this place. Um, we have to mention the place. That's important. Mm -hmm. yeah. Maybe you can do it. Well, you, we are here at uh, the Bonavira Stuf, which is a very nice, quite famous bar restaurant here in, in Bonnevoie, where which is actually where I'm living right now. So, uh, yes, very nice place to to be. Good. And that's why we also can we we can hear that the noise is an hour around, so people going a little bit, the the the, the beer being drunk, <laughs> well, this kind of thing. This coffee atmosphere is very nice, also too. And it was also here in this Bonnevoie stuff that we I think we did one of our first. Uh, presentation of slideshow nights, you know, uh, back to 2012 or 13, I don't remember anymore. It was crowded and okay. uh, big screening of uh, slideshows. It was a very nice moment. So, um, well, it's for us also a pleasure that we are doing this here. So, Mark, uh, the idea is to talk a little bit about you and about the photography specifically. Mm -hmm. So, can you int introduce yourself? Who are you and what's your connection with photography? <laughs> okay, yeah, well, so I'm. Um my name is Mark, so I'm 45 years old. I, I grew up uh, in esch sur alzette uh, so the second largest city in Luxembourg. Now I'm living in, in, in Luxembourg City. But uh, yes, I grew up in a, in a family of uh, art collectors and art enthusiasts. And, and so I'm very grateful to my parents who, at a very young age, already took me to, to galleries and museums uh, well, while in Luxembourg, but also abroad. And I, I honestly, I think that that impacted my my photography in general. So that's 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 a little bit about my background. Um, my first camera, I got it at the age of, of 16. What was it? It was a Nikon, ooh, I think F601. So analog, of course. Uh, analog, yes, yes. And uh, well, at the time, I I mean, I photographed everything from. I remember photographing butterflies and, and, and still lives and 
and took it mainly to, to travel, yes. So, to travel. so travel photography is really where I, I started. And uh, so, so when I'm looking back now at my travel photography at the time, I call it travel photography because I think it's, it's the kind of photography that you would find in, in travel magazines or in tourist guides. So kind of, well, it was always very colorful, but not very personal. So it was okay. kind of impersonal photography and it was beautiful, but not very much reflecting who I was. A so. little bit the postcard photography. Yes, exactly. You know, yes. we're, we're looking for the big, beautiful effect of exactly, yes. sunset. <laughs> well, not, no, not, not sunset, only sunset. But, not, but when I came to a place like, uh, I don't know, like New York, you, you were, well, I was photographing Times Square, for example, and yeah. then you, I was photographing everything you had to see when you're going yeah. to a new place. So it, it wasn't really street photography at the it time. It was a different world, you know, the non-digital world, uh, yes. analog world, where we yes. actually, we thought we were taking so many pictures, but actually it wasn't a, not as many as today. Yes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and the charm of the, the uh, analog, of course, yeah. And how did it grow, uh, this passion for photography? Because how, how did it evolve? How did you get spe specifically into the, uh, the, the, the need of photographing streets, actually? I think that that was really a gradual evolution. So there's no one point in time that I could say, oh, that was the, the moment it clicked. It, it, I think it was really over time. And well, I'm, I'm an avid collector of, of photo, photography books. And maybe if I would have to mention two photographers that really marked me, is, is, uh, one is uh, Harry Gruyer and uh, the other one is Alex Webb. So both photographers being very, I mean, masters of color. And for Harry Gruyer, it's, it's probably more the, the emotion he is able to turn transfer with uh, with his images whereas Alex Webb it's, it's really this this notion of having multiple layers and then also very colorful but but that's really what what touched me and and I, and I also think that the more I traveled I really wanted to to give my own perception of the, the streets and of those locations into those images so I wanted to to have it something more personal and then what I was reacting to so that's so it was kind of gradual with some influences of, of photographers but so it was your, your the fact of uh, uh, the inspiration you got from these uh, masters and the, the, the what, look, having a look at their pictures at the way, the way of photographing that told yourself okay I can go that, that direction as well and uh, avoid a little bit the postcard photographing, trying yes, to do some more personal stuff. Yes, exactly. And, and when I'm, I was looking back at my photography, I didn't really feel what was there about myself. It was really this kind of, as you mentioned, as you say, the postcards, kind of beautiful images, but very neutral, so kind of boring, I would say. Yeah, and, then, yeah. and so when I, when I saw pictures of those grandmasters, it, it was really, yes, okay, the, those locations, they really interpreted it by themselves and, and really yeah. gave it a, a personal yeah. touch of it. And yeah, that's what I wanted to, to kind of... There, there are pictures that exist by themselves. We don't even need to know where it was taken. Exactly. But they have got yes. this emotional feeling yes. that grabs you uh, yes. when you look at them. Yes. Henry Griard, you know, was our one, one of our guests mm -hmm. yes. back to, to a 2018, I think. Mm. So maybe you've got also 
were present for his conference, maybe? No, no, I didn't. Unfortunately, I couldn't ah, okay. attend, but, but I have almost all of his books. And, yeah, it's uh, yes. beautiful stuff, what, is, what he does, yeah. Uh, yes, and we, we find that in your pictures. Um, by the way, we will post, uh, in, uh, at the same time that we post this broadcast in our uh, networks, we will also post a little portfolio of your pictures, more, 10 pictures so that uh, our followers, our listeners, can have a look, actually, at the pictures. While we are talking about photography and your photography, they can have a look at these pictures. So mm -hmm. really to see uh, what is Mark uh, keen on photographing. Mm -hmm. um, they are mainly, uh, in this set of 10 pictures that we will uh, publish, they are mainly pictures uh, outside of Luxembourg. I think there are maybe the, one or two There's one, one from Luxembourg. Okay. Yes. Is, is, are, you, are you more inspired when you travel abroad than Luxembourg? What, what's uh, your feeling? Uh, Probably so, yes. I mean, when you look at the pictures, I mean, they're very colorful. Um, and for me, it's something... Uh, I react to new settings. And then when I'm traveling to a new place, it's, it's really, well, what I'm doing right now is this really it's me and my camera <laughs> and walking the streets and, and obviously I'm, I'm reacting more to new places because I, I look at it with different eyes and that's the intu intuition the yes, intuitive way of intuitive, uh, yes and it's it's easier I think to well to see some things that mark you when when you're living in Luxembourg that I've been more well, for, for a long time been living in Luxembourg getting more difficult to, to see the places with a fresh uh, fresh eyes yeah fresh eyes and, and but i think i'm very grateful with uh, well what, since i joined uh, the collective we we published several of those uh, city magazines and and there's one on Eschsuradet the, the city i'm, I'm i was born in, into and, and so i spent almost 30 years living in Esch. Uh, but I never did street photography there, and, and with those new magazines uh, from from the collective, yes. there's one about Ash, and so it was really fun and kind of yeah uh, challenging to to see my my hometown city with the kind of photography that yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm doing right now. So it was one one of one of my questions uh, yeah. precisely uh, the the f fact that you join uh, uh, the collective. It was in which year was well, uh, it? Well, this year, basically, 2000, early this year. A little, well, 21, yes. One year or two already. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I had one, I exhibited uh, at one of the, the festivals. Festivals, okay, yes. okay. But uh, the, the fact of joining a collective, uh, mm. how does it uh, impact uh, on your uh, practice uh, photography? Well, well, I think it, it's really interesting to, well, to, to discuss photography with, with other colleagues and, and members of, of the collective and, and, and just showing what, while well, also being within the scene of street photography in, in Luxembourg, because I I really wasn't part of this before, and uh, so that really is, is interesting. And, and also, as I mentioned, with the with those little projects about cities, etc. So that just to see how different members see the same city or the same place within a, a city, like like Luxembourg City. So that that's really interesting, and obviously also the organizing the, the, the festival, festival, which is really how I got to know the, the collective. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's really of very high quality. And just being part of this and helping organizing it, it's, 
it's uh, great fun. And, and, uh, what's the, uh, what's your, uh, what drives you when you go to a street? You say you, you've got this intuitive uh, uh, feeling, no? What are your, what are your eyes uh, looking at? Uh, architecture, people, color, forms, graphics? What is that sparkles your interest? I think when it probably comes when you look at my, my and I myself look at my images that I take that that you some some commonality between those different images that you see and, and honestly when I have to say what clicks what when do I press the shutter it, it's very often when I look well I see color and light and especially I like to compare the, the street to a theater so it's like a like a big stage mm -hmm. and, and you have those urban backdrops uh, that I'm reacting to. So I kind of want to compare the street with the theater and how the people in the street, they kind of are the actors and, and they are walking, working within this, this stage. And, and, and so I'm, I very often stop when, when I see this kind of stage, uh, this setting, uh, yeah. Being, being there in terms of in colors and light structures could be could be something that I, I want to stop, and then it really depends. I very often stay then some some time sometimes longer in those in places. this setting mm -hmm. or in these places, so and looking to see what what's happening and if if there are nice scenes uh, folding in front of me, and so that's that's how I I react. So sometimes it can be very quick. Sometimes I'm, I might spend yeah, min minutes or even quarter of an hour uh, just in the same place and, and yeah. looking what what's happening. We've got the feeling, you know, when we look at your pictures that uh, because they are, uh, you probably take a, a wider lens. Uh, 35. 35, okay. Yeah. But you, we've got this feeling of the scenery, um, the, the sitting, you know, the, the urban landscape, mm -hmm. and each person is so rightly portrayed actually because we really really feel as if they have had been directed yeah. <laughs> we've got yeah. this uh, because some photographers even stage uh, people okay. you know uh, okay. some big uh, photographers mm -hmm. uh, reenact re seeing scenes that they have seen mm -hmm. in the street you know they mm -hmm. take actors <laughs> okay. and then okay. they do it again okay. with and they uh, with uh, like they dream of and everything mm -hmm. but you do it spontaneously or actually you wait till the things are in place and the people yes. are in place yes it really depends sometimes it's it's as i mentioned sometimes it's quicker but very often i spend a lot of time within that setting and then just looking and and, and the more time i spend the more invisible i become so mm -hmm. at some point people really don't notice you anymore at the beginning they might question what what is he doing but then other people come around and and you're just part of the whole okay. setting but you need a, a kind of uh, setting where there are people there are, yes. there are yes. things happening yes that's what i really attracted most how is this interplay between the setting and the people mm -hmm. that are while well, those actors I, I i'd like to call them okay uh, are acting in this this scenery yeah, yeah. So. And you also, you are also, uh, I would say, a chan sun chaser, <laughs> yes, <laughs> because <I do>. <laughs> most of your pictures are really uh, enlightened In by sun, yes. uh, the, the sunlight. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yes, that's true. I mean, yeah, sometimes you're getting qualified as a as a. Sun photographer. I don't know how you, how you would call it in English, but uh, <laughs> yes, but. Light, yeah, light yeah, and color. Yes, yeah. light and color. But I, that's that's really what attracts me. So. 
Yes, I, I don't. I, I really enjoy other photographers. That uh, I mean, Martin Power has one book about uh, bad weather, and it's great, great street photography. There are other photographers uh, that are doing flash photography or, or all kinds of street photography. And, and but this is really what what keeps me driving. And, and so this is how my eyes are seeing the world and Sparkling. that makes yeah, me yeah, yeah. press the shutter. And it's true and that even in Luxembourg when the sun is shine, uh, shining, mm -hmm. even in Luxembourg we can see colors, yes. we can see forms, we can see shapes, yes. uh, everything sparkles. That's, uh, <laughs> that's uh, something sometimes people forget. Yes. <laughs> uh, and Ash particularly has a lot, uh, yes, exactly. it's got yes. a very rich uh, uh, profusion of uh, sceneries, settings, uh, cafes, streets. <laughs> um, uh, you've got uh, in all your pictures people in it. That's basically the definition of street photography, you know? Places and people, and you've got people. And not actually po individuals portrayed, being portrayed individually, but as you say, um, a group of people which organize themselves within a, a frame. Mm -hmm. um, so they don't actually um, they don't react to you, so they they seem to be perfectly uh, doing their no normal life, normal stuff. So uh, you don't have this kind of uh, feeling that you are afraid of photographing people in the streets. No, definitely not. I mean, I never had really problems. Maybe once or twice, where someone asked me to delete his mm -hmm. picture, but otherwise, I, I try to be as invisible and as neutral as, as possible and, and I think that the longer you stay in one place and that you're getting part of the, the setting I would say then people start to ignore you I mean they whereas in the beginning they might ask what is he doing mm. but then afterwards and I really like them if those images are not staged so yeah okay I, I like to compare the street to stage, but they shouldn't be staged. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So, and probably you use also use some material, uh, some gear that is not not that big. I mean, which camera do you? you yes, use? I use a Leica, an M ah. system. So, so very it, discreet. It, yes, and even it looks kind of uh, retro, so like of uh, very classical with a silver top of the body. So it's sometimes maybe people just think it's an old camera and. Mm -hmm. It's not the big tele lens where, where people might become afraid yeah. when, when you... What's your feeling about some uh, street photographers and quite renowned that contrary to our um, standard way of thinking about street photography, you know, we commonly think uh, use 35 millimeter lenses or 50 millimeter. Rarely we go for tele lenses, but there is a new school, especially in England, I think, where they really use Telelenses um, to get to the people that close, you know, using that light. Uh, mm -hmm. That's not actually your, your way of uh, approaching street photography. No, but I mean every every kind of street photography has its merits. So it's, I think it's really what what you as a photographer want to trans transmit in, in in your in your images. And for me, it's not. Maybe I'm, I'm kind of afraid of people, not sure, but, but doing portraits and, and, and working with the telelens. Uh, I, I really not focusing on, on the expressions on, on, on people's faces. So it, it's more this kind of whole setting that I'm more looking into it. But I mean, it can be very great photography. I'm just uh, thinking about Saul Leiter, who is his, I think he used a, a telelens and 
beautiful images. It was uh, really false. abstract images. Yes, yeah. yes, exactly, and very colorful and, and certainly also an inspiration. But uh, yes, yeah, so everyone has his own mm -hmm. approach and merits. So. Yeah. What is your um, the purpose of your street photography art? What what do you want to do with your pictures? It of course uh, the, the social networks, but also within the collective. Uh, are you also planning to make a book, to make exhibitions? What what's what do you want to do with your stuff? You know. Well. Honestly, I did street photography when I started street photography. I didn't even think about exhibition or, or book and and for me it was really more kind of being able to balance my everyday work I'm, I'm a civil engineer by, by formation I'm, I'm working as a financial analyst so I'm, I'm very much into numbers and, and reading and so kind of number cruncher mm -hmm. uh, in my everyday work and and so street photography was really this kind of more artistic more yeah this this kind of balance I was looking for and, and that I really need so so that was basic I think that was really what what drove me to, to, to street photography. Now when I'm looking at my work, yes, obviously I, I want to share it, I want to, to have feedback on it. And the ultimate goal for me now is probably having a book one day, but, but, but for time being I'm, I'm not convinced that I have a large enough body of work to, to do the, the book, so I'm, I'm still gathering work and then maybe one, one day I'm, I will be able to publish it. Okay, well, we are, we are looking for it and waiting for it because you've got really, uh, uh, I won't say style, but an eye. Uh, and we can really, when we have a look at your pictures, we can see they are made by the same person with a personal way of looking at street. That's important when nowadays we see on Instagram hashtag street photography, you can find thousands of pictures. And sometimes they are, you know, uh, called street photography, but actually they are not street photography, because I think it's very important that the photographer has his own eye, his own way of looking at things, and and that's what you have. So I, I really appreciate that, and I think we we all all will wait for your book. <laughs> okay, thank you. What's your your feeling about special uh, the network, uh, you know, uh, social networks, you know, Instagram, etc. Do you consider that an important channel to to transmit or to share uh, your your expression? For me, I'm, I mainly use well, I, I use it to share, but also to, to get to know uh, photographers and what's what's going on in the in the realm of, of street photography. Mm -hmm. So I think, and that's very interesting. I mean, also books coming out. So as I said, I'm, I'm an avid collector of, of photography books. So I think these channels, these social network channels, help you in. in and just being up to date with what's going on and, and, and some photographers that I admire that I follow just on those channels and if they are editing a book or coming out with a book then very often I'm okay. one of the first buyers to, to have it. Do you have an Instagram account? Or yes, I do. Yeah. Yes. Is it the place where people can also uh, have a look at your portfolio in a broader sense? Yes, I also have my, my website uh, but I have my Instagram site is where you will find more images I'm a little bit more selective on my website but Instagram is more a little bit more 
let's say, up to date okay. uh, yeah, in yeah. terms of images. Doesn't, uh, aren't you, um, because sometimes people are driven by the way they publish pictures in, in order to get likes and followers, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. And that's a little bit what we can say, uh, the negative side of Instagram. Sometimes people will actually um, act uh, or publish things not because of their personal expression, but because they think, okay, this will work, but this will not work. Uh, are you influenced by this by this philosophy of uh, the followers seeking or no luck, that, luckily uh, I, I came very late to to Instagram and um, also Facebook I'm almost not not active, active on Facebook no. but Instagram I'm a little bit more active but I came very late to it and and so I I say luckily because I think the biggest risk of as you mentioned of those channels is that you're getting influenced and and trying to copy and and not sure about your style more caring about likes but I think those those channels are quite good if you if you found your own style already which which I think I I did already and then you just publish what you're doing but it's more here is my stuff, have a look at it, but it's not, I'm not trying to, to get likes or... And I'm, I'm very often, well, sometimes it can be very frustrating because you think that an image is very good and you don't get any likes and it's just the, the, how it works in, in Instagram. So if there are different, well, you don't know the algorithms behind, yes. behind those images, so, but then you have to be sure about your own work and about your own style yeah, yeah. to say, okay, this image nevertheless is, I like it I, very I much. I think that the form conditions the, the reception of the picture because Instagram, most, most of the people that will have a look at Instagram accounts, they will use their mobile phones. Mm. And so automatically, you know, the small picture yeah, on the screen, your pictures deserve to be seen on, on a larger scale, you know, in, in a big screen or in an exhibition in order to really get the, the subtlety of all the details, you know, yes, exactly. because when you have a look at your pictures, uh, people can have a look at the portfolio. I, I can mention one where actually you can go through the picture. Well, one moment, I will find it. So this is done in a very brutal way. Sorry, <laughs> folks, but we will get that. Um, that was the picture. Yes, about that. That's a market, no? Somewhere in South Asia. Asia. No, no. Actually, no. it's in Portugal. It's, it's in Portugal. Yeah, oh, in Portugal. <laughs> wow. Why did I think about Thailand? I don't know. No, it's no but I think people are so mad. It's, it's uh, one of the ten pictures that we will publish along with. Uh, so that's the one with the, the candy, the, the cotton candy store. Yes. Uh, yeah, for, and for we can really. It's with the blue umbrella on, on yeah. top. And well, it's it, well. This is, for example, an image I spend a lot of time uh, in this little fair. So it was a very small fishing village in Portugal, and one evening they had kind of celebration within the village, and it was just next to where we we slept at the Airbnb. Okay. And uh, so I, I was able to, to spend some time at this concert. So there was at the back there is there's a stage uh, with a lot of colors, and I was fascinated by this this uh, cotton candy store by the well the mm -hmm. cotton candy itself, but also the the, the structure the, the of the ba, store. Ba, ba, ba. Yes, and, <laughs> and the colors. So you had this umbrella, this blue umbrella with yeah. those those light bulbs. Uh, illuminating the, 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 the blue umbrella and I was just trying to get a picture of those cotton candy 
makers. Yeah, and, and, and at, at, at some point of time, you had those two uh, girls, and they just appeared. I mean, it was just a matter of, of seconds, and they, they danced there and they, they hugged they, each other. And just at that point, they, they looked at me through this glass. Yeah, of the, it's the beautiful, stuff. you know. So that's really what that <laughs> what made finally the, the, the image. So, and this is this is an example of when I spend. Well, I, I'm honestly, I, I almost spend an hour just walking within this. Because you get the, the feeling this is a place, this is, something this is a the, stage. Yes, yeah. and I just need something to happen or yeah, so, yeah. so yes sometimes it takes time here it really took a long time okay but i encourage uh, people uh, folks to you to have a look at a closer look at this picture and to not be afraid to zoom <laughs> to have uh, really the richness of the details uh, the lighting the atmosphere the individual portraits mm -hmm. yeah other pictures are more graphical like, like this mm -hmm. one it's it's a uh, it's a uh, yes this um, is an well for listeners, this is the, the a yellow one uh, with the yellow wall. Yellow, red, two people yes. in red. Exactly. So it was in uh, Mexico City. And I was fascinating, fascinated by this this backdrop again, by this, this wall with this uh, shape, because I've never seen this. And I thought, OK, it was really illuminated. It was yellow. It was bright yellow. And I said, OK, could I do something with this? And, and so I was just standing there and just a few seconds later, I saw back in the street those two guys, uh, guys coming up with their water bottles. Uh, bottles, yes. And then I said, okay, okay, I will. I just saw them walking towards me and then said, okay, I will have one or two shots of this. Okay. So I just positioned myself to, to if they were coming yeah. across. And then I had two shots, and one is, I think this one really matches well because they are kind of. It's a kind of a symmetrical image, and, and they are linked by this this kind of uh, architectural element. And, and so and having you, the same position of the arm, it's, it's very nice. And you can see that street photography is very much about uh, spontaneous photo taking, but also anticipating. Yes, exactly. Anticipating people coming. You see them from the side of your eye, mm -hmm. and then, okay, they will come this way. Mm -hmm. Let's wait a little bit, and mm -hmm. then that's the right moment. Yes, exactly. Yeah, yeah. And it's always, I mean, in my photography, it's always this combination between this, as I mentioned, this backdrop, this this setting, and the people, because I could have photographed them as well in a different setting, and they're very good and excellent photographers doing just this mm -hmm. and focusing on the people. But I always wanted this in the play of, yeah, yeah. of people within this, this setting. Yeah, we, we, it's really an emotional uh, feeling we get about color and uh, two persons and yeah. yeah that's and we forget actually we won't we don't need to know where it's taken mm -hmm. yeah. because it works just right like like that. Let's take one last people have to really look at the portfolio in in, the, in itself but uh, this one is in Co in Kokoshaya <laughs> in the Schoberfeuer yes this exactly. is I think the, the only one in the set uh, taken yes. in Luxembourg uh, or do you have another one like no I see? think that's the only one yes. the only, uh, this is yeah. beautiful also yeah, yeah. but uh, come back let's come back to Luxembourg yes so that was uh, well, a couple of years ago uh, at the Schoberfeuer when well it still took place mm -hmm. <laughs> Uh, hopefully it will take place again in this in this form well hopefully next year already but this was really when i went there when they were setting up the whole fun fair so they, they were setting up the, the building the attractions and and what you see on on the right is is a, a yellow uh, the, the 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 white uh, well the white part is is the, the back end of the 
of a big truck where they mm -hmm. unloaded mm -hmm. the, the, the attraction, the, 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 the pieces for the attractions. Okay. And, and so here I came across this and I saw just workers transporting elements from, from the attraction. And so again, I, I said, okay, this is a good place to be. This, there is something that might happen there. And then you, you need to get, well, to, to have luck and, and that he is transporting this piece with the monkey and, and uh, playing music there. And mm -hmm. so that's of course, Sherbefo is the right place to get color. <laughs> yes, yes. And normally good good weather. Let's hope 2022 will give us back our <laughs> our favorite Sherbefo as it should be. Yes, <laughs> hopefully. Uh, okay. So street photography for you, uh, you, you said it was a space of uh, freedom, you know, getting a little bit away from your professional uh, contexts. Mm -hmm. uh, it's the freedom to observe the world around you. So. Mm -hmm. Uh, is there much more to it about, is it also, uh, some people tell a uh, talk about documenting urban life, some people talk about um, commenting on architecture or urban scapes, uh, what, what are your feelings on this? Uh? For me it's, it's, it's really personal, it's really to, well, getting to know myself. Yeah. <laughs> through color and light and yes and, and to, to see what I'm reacting to and maybe afterwards when I look at my body of work saying okay this is how okay. I this is my inner self to what I yeah. react to and so for me that's that's it's kind of almost meditative when I'm when I'm in the streets with my camera I just have the eyes on, on what's going on around me and just forget about myself and it's contemplative at yes. the same time you 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 show us a little bit yes people what they are doing and sometimes what they are doing it can be everyday life but you can have a look at how beautiful it is in within this setting <laughs> yes no it, it, there is there is maybe a notion of, of documentary to it but but I would more classify the street photography as I think there's a fine line between documentary where you're probably trying to document a certain set of people or a certain location or event and, or event and you're just trying to to document and focus here it's it's all over the all over the world almost and then so I don't think it's it's more documenting myself <laughs> how how I see the world rather than the yeah, yeah. and we can see, we can see the link when you mention Ari Gruya and uh, Alex Webb was it yes. Alex Webb yes yeah we can see the link uh, the affiliation yes. in English if you say affiliation but mm -hmm. okay what what is currently can you give us some recommendations about you you said you were a great book uh, street photo uh, photography book lover so maybe some recommendations of some books that are a reference for you that you like to uh, look every now and then <laughs> again and again uh, yeah. well that's now a tricky question I, this is I, really I, have so, I have so many books maybe you think about it and in two minutes you okay. tell me uh, one reference <laughs> <laughs> what are your plans actually for 2022 do you have any projects go ongoing uh, well I'm normally what I do is well I try to do one or two trips just me with my camera so I'm, I'm very lucky to have a family who who agreed that I can leave yeah, on my own you. and <laughs> so I'm very happy for this so I can well, I, I go there for four or five days into a location just as I said me and my camera you and, and your and camera and your photography forgetting everything about it so the last trip was to Odessa in Ukraine there uh, is one picture in the portfolio one, yes, there is one, one beautiful picture of young divers yes exactly yeah. and, and 
I'm planning a trip to Tel Aviv in, okay. in April uh, 2022. Hopefully, I, I will be able to, to make it there. But yeah, that's it. So I'm, I'm trying to find locations that yeah. I've never been to. What inspires you? What what says to you? Is it it will be Tel Aviv? What, what is the sparkle? Is it a, bo a, a book you read? A, a film you saw? Uh, what is the poetry of these locations that you don't know yet and you want to know? Well, there are some some photographers that I follow. Uh, they also some of them also live in Tel Aviv, and and, and I really like when I look at those images. I tell myself this could be really interesting for your kind of photography. And, and very often it's colorful. There are markets. There are beaches. There are all kind of of stuff I'm I'm looking for. And, and, and so it's. Very often countries where there is some kind of, well, first animated in the streets and, and you also have the, the colors and the light mm -hmm. that, that wants you to make, well, to, to go there. And, and, okay. But that can be very, I mean, probably paradise for me would be, and I've been there to, to Cuba, so Cuba is, is that's probably where... I mean, around every corner, I, I you I'm see kind color of, and light yeah, and sun I'm and people of, yeah, and I'm, I'm kind of <laughs> gasping, like like. Uh, well, I I always like to because Joel Mayrovitz, who is one of the the other living legends uh, on on street photography, he once said that you should photograph what when you gasp and gasp is you take a short breath and. Yeah, taking air in because it's because you're getting because something triggers you and because something marks you and that could be out of surprise, could be out of pain, but something that makes you stop. Mm -hmm. And and so very and, and like Cuba, I mean, that really makes me stop almost okay, everywhere. Okay. So I see the colors, people living uh, really, yeah, they, they they live in the street and and interact in the street. So so I have all the settings. Uh, yeah, in so place it, for it's an organic relationship. You have to, you, you need to have towards the the place, the people, the light, the color. You have to in, within your body, your being, you have to react to something. Yes, exactly. Okay. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Very, very interesting. <laughs> okay. Have you thought about one book or two, <laughs> or, or maybe you already I, I mentioned mean, Joel Merovitz. You mentioned Alex Webb. Yes, Alex Webb is. is my, there's the, the, the book is uh, the Suffering of Light. I mean, it's a very famous book, uh, very colorful. Where you see, basically, it's a review of his whole work. So that, that's probably the one. And then from Harry Gurria, I mean, just. I got out in a book about India, but I mean his his Morocco book. I mean all of those books. I'm, I'm, they are amazing. Yeah, I'm looking are. through them each well, here and there, and it's very interesting. They are, they are very emotional. Yeah, you 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 have to have a look at them when when they are printed. Yes, <laughs> that's yes. really where they give you the the full uh, emotion. Uh, I, I I in Instagram, of course, you can have. Nice pictures, and you discover all kinds of photographers. That's good, uh, but sometimes too, ma too many. You know, quantity is a big problem, big issue because you yes. you see so many good pictures, so many good photographers, and at one point it's very difficult to follow everybody, mm -hmm. and especially to appreciate everybody 
to its its right value mm -hmm. because you really need to from some for some photographs you, you need to see the printed yeah the physical yeah. relationship to yes. the pictures i think you for example i would love to have a book and to have your, your pictures there but as as i saw your pictures in the exhibition mm -hmm. in the festival that's where they really take their full value yeah, yeah. okay uh, so uh, well i think we are more or less getting to the end of our first podcast so i think it went all right <laughs> people are telling me it was a big success so <laughs> we will have thousands of followers <laughs> and listeners so thank you very much mark okay. thank for you for playing the game for being the first uh, cobai <laughs> thank you very much <laughs> and uh, it, it will be hopefully the first of a series of uh, podcasts that we intend to uh, to launch i don't know every now and then That's we'll a see great idea And uh, we hope that people will listen to it. And uh, also, people, you can give us your feedback. You can give us your comments. You can give us your suggestions. And uh, maybe help us even discover some people that we don't know about. In Luxembourg, we probably, for sure, there are some photographers that do very nice work on their individual place. And maybe they, it would be nice to discover what they, what they uh, do. So don't hesitate to recommend to us some new talents. So thank you, Mark. Thank you also for Patrick, who was our technical uh, engineer, uh, recording everything as it should be. So uh, it was a great moment. And thank you for, to Bono Stuf for welcoming us here. And well, everything's okay. Keep shooting good pictures. Bye.